0: Hi everyone, it's Em and Liv, and we're your meta kicks. So today, Em is Sadness Everdeen, so we need to make her feel better. But what best way to make Em feel better than talking about demonic activity? Am I right? Wow. Am I
1: right? I'm not Sadness Everdeen, I'm Overwhelmed Everdeen. There's a difference. Okay. We got so many things to do for Patreon, and it's happening in two weeks.
0: Sadness Everdeen. Oh, okay. I walk into the house and I just feel like my chest is about to explode. And I'm like, ooh, oof. Em's feeling it today because I can feel it.
1: That's why yesterday, when you were like, what aura am I shooting out of my hand? I was hearing
0: the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about spoopy stories. Em's going to make me scared and then she'll feel better because I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> it's usually how it goes. Uh, I was editing our other podcast last night, as you per usual.
1: Because it was an Aura video. Well, no. Okay. I.
0: Uh, <laughs> are you trying to say something?
1: Are you trying to say something?
0: Well, yeah, but you're making fun of
1: me. Guys, she did the, the listener stories podcast. She uh, edited it. And basically came back to me the next day and was like, I was so
0: scared listening to myself talk about scary stories. Okay, but can we also talk about the fact that if you listen to our listeners episode podcast, we're talking about little tiny possessed gnome figures like the seven dwarves. And we're like, oh, M M asks me, what do you think is causing it? And literally I caught on the podcast a spirit going me.
1: Yeah, and you can hear it really well if you have noise-canceling headphones, because it happens
0: more than once, my dude. So there's like two spirits that we caught on one of the podcasts, and it's absolutely horrifying. And she's like, why are you scared? You're such a baby. I don't know, because we were editing a podcast, and it literally spoke through the microphone, and we didn't hear it until I was editing the podcast. But also, don't you just hear those things anyways? <laughs> no, I'm not clear audience like that. You oh, are. Oh, okay. Okay. You didn't hear it when we were when we were recording the podcast either.
1: Well, no. I was talking.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you didn't hear it. And yeah. then there's another one that talks too, and it sounds completely different. And it's absolutely horrifying.
1: I think it was really cool. Oh,
0: my God. It was really
1: cool that we caught it on, 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 on recording or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. I want more things like that to happen. I would not. I really want to go to, like, do ghost hunting. I found a ghost hunting team. That agreed to take me and live. They are just trying to figure out where they need to go next. But uh, I'm really excited. God,
0: <laughs> I mean, as long as we don't go into a house like the demonic thing that we went into when I was looking for houses. If it's not that scary, then I'll be fine. But if it's human souls, are okay. But when demon faces are flying at me, that is not okay. That is where I take off the hat and I sit. We in haven't the even talked about that yet, but we're going to. Okay. <laughs> So if you guys have been missing out or are new to the podcast, hi. My name's Liv. M, say hi. What's up? We've oh. introduced ourselves. What? I was going to talk about the aura when I was editing the aura podcast, I told you that I loved you and you said cringe. <laughs> You're a towel. Cuz people need to understand our dynamic. I oh. am the flower child. Okay. I'm Liv. I'm a psychic medium. This is M. She's learning that she's a psychic medium. We are twin flames, best friends, and the opposites. I am a flower child, and M is the fucking flower child of darkness. I am the evil queen that enters rooms
1: with lightning, thunder noises.
0: Oh, we were talking about how I, if I was a princess or a queen, she straight up would be like, out of
1: nowhere, (laughs) was like, I would be a good queen. And I'd be like, fuck no, I would want to be fucking evil.
0: So, our. Just to give you perspective of our dynamic, I talked about how if I were a queen, I would wear pretty dresses and ride around on a golden pony named Mr. Flufferdoodle and start an orphanage for children and like do biodegradable freaking farming and ecology, whatever, and like have a school for everyone to go to. And it would be like the most awesome, beautiful, happy time kingdom ever. And then M looks at me and says,
1: Well, I would want to be a fucking evil witch. I would want to be covered in all black. And I'd want people to carry me from place to place. And when I enter rooms, I want them to force lightning to happen. And I want to ride around on a fucking skeleton horse. Tell them about the corgis. Just for the sole fact of, I can. And I want all of my little corgi minions to go
0: out and bite people's ankles and be evil. (laughs) So that's M. <laughs> I'm Liv. Nice to meet you. And we're gonna talk about our spooky stor- story times for Halloween because it's almost Halloween. And uh, when I went house hunting as a medium, it was interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, can you talk about the house with the little skittery thing and the uh, the man?
0: Do that one first, and oh. then do the
1: demon house.
0: Okay, I forgot about that one. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, she she really likes century
1: that- houses, you guys. So we went to a few, and they were all haunted. <laughs> When you're a psychic,
0: shocker when you're a psychic medium
1: you have and an, an old soul who yeah. has the desire to be in an old house
0: yeah when I have things that are old it's like my soul goes oh I remember these things this was nice and then her medium hats like oh
1: God what the hell is that <laughs> that wasn't in the
0: pictures yeah so I like old century homes a lot. Cause I don't know. I just like walking into a house. Like some people want a new house, and when they walk into when I walk into a new house, I just feel like it's hollow. Like there's no. Well, it
1: depends on who makes it. Like who made it modern? I I guess
0: even if it's a new house. Well, I mean, I
1: know it's a different feel.
0: Yeah, it just feels like hollow bones. Like birds' bones are hollow. That's what new houses feel like to me. So when I'm looking for houses, I want something that feels like there's warm, happy energy, kind of like a cushy ball, maybe. I don't know.
1: But Liv and I in the future
0: want to live together. In a Victorian mansion. In a Victorian mansion. (laughs) That is so big that it is separated by one kit well, there's gonna be two kitchens, but the main kitchen is where we go to eat pizza and ice cream. Yeah.
1: But it'll be so big that we won't even know we're living with each other.
0: Yeah. But it'll be great. Anyways Uh, (laughs) But old houses. (laughs) So, one of the houses that I wanted to look at, well, there's three old houses that I looked at. One of them was fucking gorgeous and awesome, and I loved it, and it wasn't, like, scary haunted at all. The one that I didn't like? Yeah. Then there was one that M didn't like. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. There's something wrong we with it. We are on our way there. And I immediately start
1: feeling sick. And I'm like, oh, God, there's this angry man in this house. Why are you so excited?
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys, it was really cool. The, was, okay. At the end of the day, the angry man, like, for me, he had, like, if you guys wanted to listen to, like, our first podcast and I think our, like, seventh podcast, we talk about the slave owner who was reincarnated as a dog, he had this kind of vibe. He just was angry and mean and just, he was annoyed at the people that lived in his house because the area of houses that I was looking at, a lot of people from like Latin America and Mexico live there. So he was upset of basically the type of, the race of people that lived in the house that he used to have. And I should have known better because of the two century homes that we looked at that were on like very, they were on opposing streets, basically. One was literally the other street over. But this house that I looked at with M was like a light green color. And it was the one that had the scary racist man in it, basically. So I should have known that a scary racist man lived there, because in old century homes, they have servants quarters, basically. So where the people that lived to take care of the house lived. And they're like, secret little doors and stairways that are strategically placed around the house so that the people that actually live there don't have to see the servants moving to and from the house. It's like they, they live there, but they're kept quiet, basically. They're kept in a separate place. Like out of sight, out of mind, even though they're in the same house. So I should have known that someone like that lived there just based off the fact that there's like little secret servant quarter doors, but... The soul of the man that lives there is just upset because he's racist. He's like, I don't want people that are Mexican living in my house because I'm an old white man. And I'm like, get the fuck over yourself, sir. Whatever. So it just annoyed me. And at that point, as a medium, I'm like, I acknowledge you, but also you're being a little bitch, so fuck off. But the thing that M wants to talk
1: about. (laughs) (laughs) We go into the house, and you enter the house through the kitchen. And in the kitchen, the kitchen was like the grossest room. Because it was attached to the basement and in the basement there was this little skittery thing that like hid in all of the people who lived there stuff and toys and things like that. And he, the uh, racist man, was angry that these people brought in this little skittery thing as well. He like blames them for having this like dark thing in their house.
0: And, well, it was an, it was weird though because he was talking specifically about like the woman that he didn't like and i didn't put a lot of thought into it but he kept showing me the woman and the baby and before we even walked into the house i was like mm, i don't know who these like who who lives here but he kept showing me a woman and a baby and he was just like really annoyed by them and i'm like that doesn't make any sense to me so the people just had a lot of stuff in their house like a lot of stuff and it's a it's like, like objects yeah yeah <sighs> like it was a huge house and every room was filled to the brim with things and then you go down into the basement and the basement was just Things upon things upon it's like things. Like storage
1: of their other things.
0: Like just very 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 cluttered, and this little dark thing was hiding in the cluttered of the basement. So not only is he upset because he's racist, but he's also upset because there's just lots of things in his house, which isn't really like boasting in their favor. Kind of. I don't know. Does that mean to say
1: what? He's just irritated by these people. So anything that he doesn't like is just gonna bother him even more.
0: Yeah. So yeah, he's just, just an
1: annoying man, but felt, I felt very sick in that house.
0: Yeah. You felt the heaviness of it and like the of like the little skittery thing that was in the basement. And it's like, you can't see me. And I'm like, Eb, it'll be fine. Once the people move out, oh, the <laughs> guy won't like, it's not that he's mad at like random things that we don't have any control over. He's mad at like the, he just doesn't like who lives in his house because he's yeah, prejudiced.
1: But also, I feel like he's gonna like have a tantrum over things that you're doing because oh. he wants control over his house.
0: For sure, over any little thing. If it's not something that he wants, he's going to like he's like a he's just going to throw a tantrum over it. But then he also doesn't like the skittery thing in the house. But I'm like, "Eh, if we move into this house, all of the things are going to be gone and the skittery thing will be gone with it because it won't have anything to hide in." Yeah. It, you know, and I was
1: like, "Liv, you brought me on this excursion for a reason, right? So that I could have my medium at, on while you're Fantasizing over opportunities. Plastering yourself against the walls of these beautiful century homes. (laughs) I I can tell you there's scary things in the house.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) that was an interesting one.
1: So let's move on to the really scary one we went to.
0: Yeah, this one was the scariest, and I was so excited to see it, because the first week we went to go look at houses, I was unable to see it. Like, I didn't put it on the list, and I should have, because I should have just gotten it out of the way first and foremost. <laughs> but it's this old century home, and it's, like, so old that if you want to do, res- like, restorations to it, you have to get, it like, approved by a board or whatever. So I'm, like, looking at these pictures online, and Em's, like, quit looking at pictures of houses because... All it does is show you how good the photographer is. It doesn't show you what the house is like at all. And I'm like, but look at it. It's so pretty. So we finally go to look at this house. And we were waiting for the real estate agent to get there. Because he, they didn't get there before we did. So we're like, okay, well, let's like go look around on the house. Because it was on three acres. And I thought that the house was going to be set back farther from the road. But like Em said... The pictures made it look like it was set off from the road, but actually the road was like 10 feet in front of the house. So there was like no front yard. And I was like so annoyed by it, but I'm like, whatever. But
1: the house was really cute because it had like wood burning stoves, two of them. Mm-hmm. It had one of those old air, like hair dryer bubble things that go over your head from the
0: fifties. Yeah. In the upstairs bedroom or not bedroom, bathroom and like one of the foot tubs and stuff like that and old doors and french windows and high ceilings and the staircase was really pretty or at least it looked really pretty it's like one of those old staircases that goes up and then wraps around a little bit to make like the hallway that the rooms come off of it just looks so cool from the pictures but when i got there i felt sick and i was like man I thought like when I looked at these, like I tried a little bit to put my medium hat on when I was looking at the pictures to just like ignore it. But also I'm still a human and I just want to like find a really cute house because I've been waiting really long to look for a house and like be at this point in my life. So I was just excited. So we're looking around the house, waiting for the real estate agent to get there. And we go to the front of the house because I was like, Ooh, I want to see the pretty windows. Cause they have like the floor to ceiling windows of like old century homes. And I thought I saw a face in one of the windows upstairs but when I looked again it was just like I saw a white curtain like the little like chiffon see-through curtains and the face was white too so trying to be a rational human being I'm like "Mm, I was probably just seeing the curtain it's no big deal it's it's just the curtain (sighs) don't blow it out of proportion just because it's old doesn't mean it's haunted okay what did the face look like it looked like a plaster mask so like if someone were to put plaster over their face and make like a mask but it had like a really small nose like my mom has a mask that she got made in greece when she was younger when she went to go visit my grandmother and it's like a plaster casting i mean it's not of her face but like an artist made it and it was supposed to like represent her i guess i don't know But it was like that, like one of the plaster, maybe porcelain masks. You know what I'm talking about? Anyways, it just was like a weird white face. So I just pushed it off. I was like, nah, old houses aren't always haunted. It's no big deal. But what was (laughs) that? I don't know. It's probably one of the faces that flew at mine when we opened the back door. So the real estate agent gets there and he's like, you don't want to look in this house this is absolutely horrible because it was like it looked bad everything was overgrown there were vines growing in the walls (laughs) well that was the brick part of the house so like vines that are growing on brick you can just rip down but i'm like no i want to see this it looks really cool in the pictures the curiosity is killing me i just can't i can't help it so we're waiting for my real estate agent to open the back door and he's like jimmying with the lock because it just was like Getting stuck. And that should have been my second clue. You know? Well, it's more like my third clue. It's really old. I saw a face. I told myself I didn't. And now he can't get the door open. So I'm like, clearly, whatever's here probably doesn't want us to be here. But I wasn't thinking about that. I was being a human. And I just wanted to, like, be really nosy. You're nosy. <laughs> he finally opens the door. He steps inside. I take one foot in. And as soon as I put that foot through the door, five to seven white faces came flying at mine and simultaneously was screech, groan, whispering, get out. And I was like, OK, never mind. <laughs> I turned on my heels so hard and walked out and I was like, never mind. I don't want to see it. And my real estate agents are. It was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine.
1: Yeah, so I was laugh. behind her, but the house just smelled
0: disgusting. It smelled like burning paint. Does that make sense? I don't know. That's the only way I can describe it. It's like it was like almost like cat pee but not. It was, you know like how ammonia has that like burning smell in your nose.
1: And Maybe they're trying to clean something out of it.
0: Clean what out of it?
1: The demons. The
0: demons? (laughs) (laughs) With ammonia?
1: Lemon scented ammonia?
0: Table salt? Table salt. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.
1: (laughs) Liv started watching, um, mob 100.
0: It's really funny. It's literally like every stereotype ever and I love it. It's great. For psychics. <laughs> yeah it's awesome. So uh, yeah I've never had actual spinning faces come at me and screech get out in my face and as soon as you walked in it was dark and like it was the middle of the day so the house should not have been that dark outside with curtains not hanging on the walls and It should not smell like that either. It was horrible. And we got this feeling of like a portal in the center of the house. No, that that was me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We were in the parking or the the driveway. And Liv's like, did you see those nasty things in the house? And I was like, what do you mean? Because I didn't actually get into the house because Olivia flipped around and (laughs) left immediately. So... I open up my medium hat and there's a literal portal in the middle of the house. But the portal is really strange and my guides have a uh, sense of humor when it comes to dark things because uh, it's easier to deal with. So they showed me this portal and they literally used something that I know, which is if you guys have seen What If, that Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. It showed me the portal with the tentacle man coming out of the
0: portal. Just a casual (laughs) tentacle man. Just casually.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, my spirit guides were like, this portal is fucking nuts. Like, literal chaos comes out of this portal. And one of the things that Liv was saying is she normally sees portals that are upright like a door, like how we would go through a door. But this portal was flat against the floor. So it was literally like coming through hell.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was not okay. And it's interesting because every time Em and I have seen portals, they are vertical, sideways, like vertical. And that's usually portals that we interpret as things that can pass through, like human spirits or other types of spiritual beings can pass through those portals, kind of like gateways, like in Harry Potter, where they go through the, um, the wall at... I don't know, what is it Nine called? and three quarters. Yeah, how that's like a vertical portal for transportation. But this portal was like a fucking hell portal coming up through the bottom of the floor. Like things crawl through it. And, oh, that makes so much sense. Oh. We did a house reading and there are like little tiny things that come up through the ground. Mm. The same thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so- <laughs> Now, oh, did we just figure out that there's a difference between like hell portals and normal portals? And when we say hell portals, we're just using hell as in like the cultural identification of a bad place. Because well, that's how we identify it. But it would
1: make sense because you have a side for spiritual things, which is your right side. And then you have a side for physical things, which is your left side. So it would make sense of an orientation of the portal
0: Dictates what can come through it. What kind of spiritual energy comes
1: through? Because dark things theoretically would be heavier things because they absorb all wavelengths, so they would be something at the bottom. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well,
1: so that would be why dark things are coming through it because that is the orientation of the portal. So that is the uh, energy that passes through it because that's where it goes to, and why people perceive hell as the underworld. Well, yeah, exactly. Like if you guys think about it. If the earth is, like, I don't know, like, a yellow color or a green color or whatever, you have blackness, which people think hell is, like, in the center of the earth or down, essentially, the way, like, a rainbow stacks itself is... The things that are the heaviest wavelength are at the bottom. So reds are at the bottoms. But that would also make sense that black is down there as well because it absorbs all of the wavelengths. So it would be the heaviest or the densest wavelength. Gross. Yeah. And that's why heaven is
0: associated with up because... High frequency. They're lighter. But yeah, that's cool. I'm <laughs> glad we could make that nonchalant discovery Yeah, we also want to talk
1: about that house reading. Because the house reading was pretty wild. This person lives in kind of like a haunted house, so to speak. And it's not necessarily the house itself. It's just the area. Because like we said, there's like things crawling up from the ground. So it was really cool. You want to go into that? Go into the first thing that you saw, the woman. Oh,
0: yeah. So before we sat down for the house reading... I kind of put my little medium hat on like I do with every other reading and tried to pick up on what I could see before I met with our client. So I saw this woman who has long, scraggly, dark, gray, white hair, and she's wearing like an old-timey nightgown, obviously, (laughs) obviously what (laughs) sorry guys you should also know that I don't watch scary movies so like (laughs) I don't know why I would see things like this you know I mean I see commercials for scary movies but I don't watch scary movies because I'm a medium and I don't like seeing things like that it really just messes with me I don't like violent things either I'm very sensitive to like emotions yeah (laughs) emotions violent things I just I don't like it it's not my thing so This woman had the long, dark, scraggly gray hair and the old-timey, like, ruffly white nightgown, and she floats across the floor with, like, her feet not touching, but her toes are pointed down and her heels are pointed up, almost like she's, like, weirdly levitating.
1: Yeah, like she's hovering.
0: (laughs) But the thing is, is her face is covered by her hair. So, like, she has her head down and her hair is draped over her face. Like, ring vibes, but with white hair instead of black. And she just, like is very quiet she's just like
1: until she gets really close to you
0: and once she gets close to you she just stops for a few seconds and then like literally
1: inches away from your face
0: yes and then jars her head up and screams at you like a banshee yeah so that's fun
1: (laughs) so it's really fun that we met a banshee are you guys jealous you should be i hate it it's gross but I feel like she's, like, a human spirit, and I, like, see her human spirit as, like, this this woman that had, like, dark brownish hair, but, like, really horrible things happened to her, so at night, this, like, residual energy kind of manifests itself into this scary banshee-looking lady.
0: Yes, it's really weird, but it definitely is almost, like, residual, almost, like, You know how Venus fly traps just sit there and don't do anything, but then as soon as a fly lands in them, then they slam shut because it's, like, an involuntary reaction? It's like that of residual energy. So, like, when she runs into something. So, it's like a trap door. Yeah. (laughs) So, I feel like it's not on purpose that she would scream in your face, but she does just, like, residually reside there. And then when something triggers it, like, stopping in front of you, then she screams. It's very. I think there's
1: some sort of dark thing controlling it, though.
0: Yeah it just feels very animatronic. Oh this is really important though too because when I do house readings if you guys are interested in a house reading because people live in houses it's kind of like how physical mediums work. They are able to hold something or touch something that the person that you want to get in contact with used and through that energy they're able to you know, pick up on that person's soul. So every object is like that. If you put a certain amount of energy into something, it will hold onto it like a battery a little bit and become charged. Houses are similar to that. So when people live in multiple houses, they kind of get energy from existence itself and kind of create their own consciousness a little bit. If that makes any sense. So that's one of the reasons I don't like new houses is because it's like nothing.
1: Because they don't have the energy passing through them as much as like an older house. Yes. So they have less energy, which would result in that hollow feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. So when I do house readings, it's not just to tell you whether or not things are there or validate your experiences if you want to share them with me. I can also tell you about your house itself so Emily's house has had quite a few people live in it or for a long time it's been around longer so it has like this male sort of presence to it kind of like trees trees are neither male nor female but they kind of have like their own they have a
1: masculine or feminine energy based upon like masculine energy is more of a forward energy and female energy is more of a passive energy
0: yeah. So her house has more of a masculine energy when it presents or wants to talk to me and the way it talks about itself, like things that that it wants to have done, things that it doesn't like about itself or does like about itself. Just very... And it
1: talks to you like through the walls. Like it shows you the walls in the room and what is like, it pinpoints things in the room
0: that it
1: is focusing on when it talks to you.
0: Yeah. It's very, very specific. So for... The person that we were doing the house reading for, their house was very adamant in explaining to me that the things that are in the house are not associated with him, but with the land that the house sits on, the property itself, or the location in which the house resides. So he's like, it's not me. I promise it's not me. It's just the things that pass through me. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's better because at least it's not connected to the house. It's just the area in which, which the I house feel is. Like is-
1: typical when you have a lot of activity it's not necessarily the house unless something really awful happened in the house it's usually the land that it sits on so i just thought that was cool
0: but there are other
1: entities in this house
0: yeah and the way that it kind of described itself to em and i was the place that the house sits is so that the land is so highly charged that there's like little tiny holes in the ground and energy seeps up through those holes like get like geysers like yeah I saw it more like um
1: the best way I could explain it is that way but it's not like crazy coming out it's just like sputtery
0: it looks like lava lamps of energy coming up through the ground yeah like very slowly but that's why all of these dark things go there is because it can get energy from its surroundings so it's just really really weird because I I know I can like ghost hunting shows and stuff, people will build their houses on like highly electromagnetically charged, electromagnetic charged areas. It has something to do with like the rocks in the ground or whatever. But if you build your house on areas that are highly charged magnetically-
1: Paranormal stuff will happen to you. It's not necessarily a ghost.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's kind of like
1: that. So they'll debunk it because- and tell where an electromagnetic frequency is coming from and if it doesn't move it's not a ghost so
0: so I feel like that's what our client's house is like but also the house itself is just it's in an area that a lot of people have lived at for a long time so a lot of people have passed through it, like a trading post kind of I don't know it just was interesting it's very dynamic so <laughs> Another ghost in the house was upstairs in one of the bedrooms and it was making me hear like the clanking of coat curtain, like coat Coat hangers, hangers, like hangers, clothes hangers. And when you open the door, there's like this spirit entity thing that is very (laughs) masculine but passive and it kind of has a body but doesn't. I see like a trench coat. That is hanging from hangers. And when you open the door. This dude's hanging by his shoulders. Of his trench coat. With no eyes in his head. And he's like very grayish green kind of like skin against skull and he just swings and swirls and twirls violently on a coat hanger and i'm just like this is the most ridiculous shit i've ever seen and he's like in a trench coat and a hat hanging from a coat hanger and he just spins around violently on it and i'm like what is wrong with you so that's interesting do you feel like there's something
1: like really dark
0: there that that's like under the stairs. Puppets things
1: around. Is that what it is? I think it's under the house in the ground. Okay. Cause when she was doing a reading, there's like a cubby hole under the stairs because the house is old, so that's like a common thing. There's like a Harry Potter room. And there <laughs> I it it doesn't want you to see it, but you can see its eyes when you look underneath the stairs. Is that the thing that puppets these weird energies around? No, I think it's under the house. Oh, there's another one? Yeah. That's like the boss. Okay, because that's what I'm seeing that these like entities that you're talking about, they don't like have a, they don't like have a consciousness. No, it's like, it's like a, like an image replaying itself over and over again.
0: The way I can explain it is like, if you watch How to Train Your Dragon, I think it's like How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, no, it's the first one (laughs) where all of the dragons are stealing The people's cows or sheep or whatever to bring back to the boss dragon. Yeah. Yeah. So the boss dragon is just manipulating all of these other little things or making them appear or like manifesting them in order to get energy from something else. But it can actually move from where it is. So it's puppeting other things to get energy to itself. Interesting. It's kind of like
1: I, I watched a video about Conjuring House. And in, In the Conjuring house, there is a really powerful dark entity that lives in the basement because there's a portal there and it basically sits on top of the portal and feeds off of the energy of the portal. So that makes it very powerful, but also it doesn't want to move from that location. But what it does is it essentially creates like within its own energy a dream space but it's like a nightmare within our own reality so like a nightmare come true so the things or entities that the people see in the house like the crooked woman this person like is a spirit but the entity uses the idea of the spirit and what happened to the spirit because us as humans are afraid of when people do horrible things to themselves. So it uses that idea of what this woman did to herself and makes her appear really scary and has her like crawling all over the floor, or having her neck bent and showing it to children and anyone that will see it just so that it can get more energy from these people that can see it. But it literally puppets things around so that it can get more energy because it wants to sit in the same spot. Yeah. That's kind of the same feeling that I'm getting for this house.
0: Yeah, me too okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. So all the things are like not really there. They're just passively there trying to get energy, which is interesting. Except for the boy. The boy is different. (laughs) It's kind of like, like an angler fish.
1: Like it has a little
0: bait at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Oh gosh. But the boy is separate from everything for sure. Yeah. He is, he is not associated with the house like the other two are. And then there's also a man that walks up and down the stairs and he's like a human spirit. And I think he just is like I used to live here before the house was the house that it is now. So I just hang around. But the little boy he's it's the like worse. You just like <laughs>
1: hear running behind you. Of little six year old bare feet. feet against like hardwood floor. Bare feet. And Liv was doing the reading with the client and wasn't really focused on that because she doesn't really want to see weird things.
0: And my guides were very much trying to make me at the end of the reading. My client said, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. And my spirit guides were like, exactly. That's what she needs to hear. This is all she needs to hear. Get the fuck over it. And I'm like, okay. But after the reading, I straight up look at live and I'm like,
1: did you see the little boy? And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, there's this little boy that runs through the house and I like looked at him, like stopped him, looked at him and was like he looks a little bit off, like his proportions are just a little bit off, like his head's a little bit too big like, for Dora his body. The so, I'm like, "You're not a boy, right?" And he turns around, looks at me, and his eyes turn white, like his iris goes away, and then the whites of his eyes tear down his face to leave holes in his head. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but once I told Liv this, he like clings
0: to her leg. It was really gross. I was not about it. I was like, can you not? And Emily's like, well, he's not going to mess with me because I just laugh because at I, him.
1: I'm literally making fun of him because that is the weirdest shit I've
0: ever seen in my life. So it, it's it
1: gone. But wait. But she walked up the stairs and like went into the bathroom to like pee opens the door to like wash her hands and it has now crawled up her back and is on her shoulder. And I could see his reflection in the mirror that Liv was looking in. (laughs) And Liv, okay, the way we deal with dark things is we like make fun of them. Funny names because it's demeaning to them. So they're like, I don't want to be here. You're making fun
0: of me. You're not scared of me. Literally dark things just want you to be scared of them. That's it.
1: So that's what Liv was trying to do. And you were trying to name him Timmy, right? Uh-huh. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to call you
0: little Timmy because you're a shit. What did he say? I've only watched it once. And the it movie. was not a thing for me. But I was like, I'm going to call you little Timmy because you're being a little shit. And he was like, actually, my name's Georgie. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And like fucking <laughs> made his voice sound like Pennywise. But it was like a little kid saying my name is Georgie, but as he said Georgie, when it got to the I-E part, it transcended into a deep man's voice. Oh, God, and I hear it. Laugh. it. <laughs> yeah, it was too dynamic. that's
1: mimic. horrifying. I now understand, like, after that, you were like, I wish I could, like, make my voice sound the way that, I, like, I hear it in my head, because that was horrifying. It was horrifying, so. But yeah, um, she was telling me, and I was like, she was asking me, well, you know how I name things? And I was like, oh, are you going to name him Pinocchio? Because he's a real
0: boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so.
1: But he was really interesting. So she like stayed at my house for a few minutes after our reading to kind of like get her head in check so that she could get rid of this little weird thing. Yeah. And once we stopped acknowledging it, it kind of crawled
0: away. It literally dropped off my body and melted into the floor. (laughs) Yeah
1: but the way I saw it because my guides are hilarious and think everything is funny is I saw it like the the head that was attached to the weird animatronic spider legs from Toy Story. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) So mm, house
1: readings. mm. The house readings don't have to be scary if you guys are interested in a house reading
0: yeah we're just doing spoopy stuff because it's october guys it's supposed to be halloween <laughs> yeah being, being a medium is not scary most of yeah the time. we we had to like really get the scary stories
1: for you and our guides are very very um i don't know providing
0: because <laughs> last- literally M's like Everybody wants to know about your scary stories as a medium. And I'm like, being a medium is not scary. Like, I don't have any scary stories. So we're like trying to. So, literally,
1: the last few weeks or so? Three weeks, yeah. We have just been getting scary stories. (laughs) We're doing
0: things to get scary stories. Yeah, having things happen that are scary. So, those are the scariest things that have happened in the past three weeks. And I've been a medium for 24 years. (laughs) 24 years. (laughs) So, it's not really scary guys being a medium is just perceiving and talking to souls it's literally
1: just talking to people but people who don't see like souls just think that they're malicious ghosts or something I'm not entirely sure
0: yeah it's not yeah people are not angry guys we have a really good episode about when my mom went into a house and talked to a man in the mansion I think it was like The Scary Man in the Mansion. I forget what podcast episode it is, but that's really good. And it really puts into perspective of what it's like to be a medium and how people just automatically think that souls are mean and, and bad, like dark entities are mean. And it's not that they're mean. It's just like, well, they are, but it's never, it's just how people are. If people are like, don't understand something, it's usually scary.
1: Well, yeah. But like you're, you're literally talking to people and there's going to be people that are going to have tantrums over things. And there's going to be people that are like real nice or whatever. They're the same thing when they cross over.
0: The same person.
1: Yeah. It's because of like the traumas that they went through. So it's very much about understanding who that person is and why they're like throwing things around your house. Because I would say most human spirits have no reason to do that
0: yeah and one of the things one of my like pet peeves that's really annoying me and I hope everyone listens this far to hear this portion of it too because yes we are doing spooky stories but it's also because it's Halloween and Halloween is about being spooky and everyone's like you're a medium you have to have super terrifying stories and I'm like oh god how are we gonna do this this
1: is literally the question we get all the time what is the the scariest experience that you've had and we're like What do you
0: mean? (laughs) Yeah. So this is really just for you guys to give you a little bit of spooky stuff. But honestly, it's not that scary. Even you're probably, you're probably laughing. You're like, what the fuck? You're literally telling us that a boy who was six had whites of his eyes drip out of his face. And it was
1: literally the coolest thing I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. I was like that. Like as a medium, I think I make up most of the stuff in my head. But like, and I there saw is no same way. <laughs> there is no way that I would imagine someone's eyes tearing down their face. Like yeah. literally, the whites of their eyes just leaving their eyeballs.
0: <laughs> but one of the pet peeves that I have as a medium is I hate the people that like to claim that they are psychic mediums and just make everything scary.
1: Yeah, they're like this soul is so
0: angry, and it's or they like-,
1: like flaunt how they die
0: because people are afraid of death and it's like that's not what it's about it's called fear mongering and i will not have any of it i hate it i hate the people that are on tiktok or youtube or whatever and because they use it to get views they use fear mongering to get views and that is not what it is about about being a medium and if you're saying things like that it's not true stop stop saying that yes things can be scary but it's everything about being a medium is not scary I don't have a whole bunch of spooky stories. Literally, I went looking for houses and those are the weird things that happened to me. And are they kind of scary? Maybe. But like, it's just, it's just the fact that I can perceive them that I guess is scary to people. So they automatically think that it's scary, but it's it's not.
1: It's also like if you're using human spirits and how they died, it's kind of annoying that you're like flaunting how someone died, like their worst day.
0: Yeah, that's really just, like, rude, Just to make people more afraid of dying. (laughs) Or more afraid of ghosts, and you shouldn't be
1: afraid of ghosts. Yeah, because I would say most houses have, like, at least an energy of the person that lived there before, if it's not a soul. Okay, so So.
0: with that, let's go into one of the houses that I looked at at looking at houses, too. It was this really cute little ranch, like, straight out of the 70s. Straight out of the 70s. It had... (laughs) Blue ocean velvet carpet, basically. Like shag carpet, like
1: thick, my, like thick. thick with two C's, my dude.
0: And the bathroom had pink, baby pink and baby blue and off cream white tile everywhere <laughs> with the old sinks that are like mint green (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was so cute i loved it and i really liked it um but my fiance's like we are not gonna have time to fix this we will not have time to update it there's literally a hole in this window (laughs) there was only one hole in the basement window and it was okay (laughs) we could fix it but the reason i felt that way about the house is not only because it had been lived in for a long time and loved a lot but because the soul of the old woman that used to live there her name was what did i say edna 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 and she was telling me about her husband named Richard and how you know how, like, a little old lady will come up to you and, like, grab the crook of your elbow and just, like, lead you around places like a fairy? Mm-hmm. That's literally what she was doing to me. I was walking through her house looking at it. And, like, my real estate agent and Emily and Bradley are, like, doing their own thing. But I'm, like, listening to this old woman talk about her house and clear. Oh, separately. I saw her. She was so cute. Because both
1: Liv and I were like, this house is great. <laughs> Even though there's literally, like, holes. The wallpaper's falling down. The the, the kitchen is so outdated. You
0: might, like, have a pencil just roll off of it. The kitchen was very outdated. But she just was like, this was my home, and I loved it so much. So she gave us that feeling of, this is home, and I loved it so much. And she's like, I used to cook dinner here. And downstairs in the basement, my husband used to have his friends over, and they'd have card games, and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, this is just so cute. Like, I could make my life like she made her life here. And it was funny because as I was sitting there trying to like stand up for buying this house with my fiance, he was like, we don't have time to do all of these things. It's nice, but like we don't have time to update it. She was like, it's okay, honey, because I remember when I was looking for houses and I was your age with my husband. And she's like, actually, we were a little bit younger than you because it was like.
1: Because it was easier to buy a house, my dude. Yeah, (laughs) in the
0: 40s. And uh, she's like, that's why we ended up building this house, because we couldn't, like, agree on buying a house. She's like, so it's okay. I understand. And I, like, left this house with this woman being like, thank you for looking at my house. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. Stop. (laughs) That's usually what it's like being a medium,
1: guys. Yeah. Is talking to people.
0: Yeah. It was so cute. And uh, people that use fear-mongering tactics to try and get more views and say that they're psychic mediums on the internet make it's me not angry. not the way
1: to be, my dude. Fear-mongering just makes it a lot worse for everybody. Yeah,
0: and then you attract the energy that you don't want, which is yeah. the weird, skittery, dark things that are like, oh, I'm going to take this over because you guys are giving it all of this negative energy. Yeah. <sighs> it's so annoying. So... Did you guys like our spoopy stories? But are they also, spoopy up for you? Since
1: it's Halloween, our next podcast, we're going to be talking about famous haunted locations and kind of seeing what's actually there. So we're going to, like, I'm going to pick some and Liv's going to pick some, and we're going to speak what the story is. And, and then see. say what we see. Yeah. Like our listener stories. To, yeah, exactly. So if you guys are interested in that, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube. You can also check
0: out this and look at our beautiful faces on, on our YouTube, YouTube channel. Yeah, because we talk about it on YouTube as well. And on October 31st, guys, we're going to be doing a TikTok Live to celebrate our new launch of Patreon. And Patreon is going to be super skookum. Because no matter what tier you join, you get access to our MetaPsychics Pen Pals Discord server. So we always... A lot of people come to us and say, how can I learn how to talk to my spirit guides and how can I learn more about my psychic abilities and how can I build my psychic abilities and fine tune them and yada, yada, yada. Well, we always say that instead of paying somebody that says I can teach you how to do this and I can teach you how to do that, we think that you ultimately need just your spirit guides who are always there for you and somebody like Em and I to talk to. So we've created our Discord server in which people from all over the world who are spiritualists and metaphysical gurus like us, (laughs) I don't think we're gurus, we're just girls in a basement (laughs) that are mediums, but where you can share your paranormal and metaphysical and spiritual stories with other people. There's not gonna be like, it's gonna be a safe and inclusive environment in which people can talk about things like this because at the end of the day, validation and critical thinking and just analyzing and sharing experiences is really what's going to help build your skills as a person whatever those skills may be so everybody has psychic abilities and hopefully this discord server will help bring light to what abilities you have and what abilities other people have because most of the time you just don't want to talk about these things because people will say oh you're crazy we don't discount mental illness but we don't think that it's all mental illness so Join our Discord server. Talk to everybody like us. Get some best friends. Join our Patreon to get on Discord. My dude. Also, check us out live on the 31st. Be there. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We have an email. If you want to submit your spoopy stories like we just talked about, whether that's on auras or haunted locations you've been to or paranormal things that have happened to you or any of your abilities that you want to talk about, go to metapsychics.com. And hit the extras tab and you can submit your story to be featured in a listener's episode.
1: You can go also go to the show notes. Show it's down notes. there, my dude.
0: It'll be great. So we hope you like this poopy story. And until then, we are your Meta Sa Kicks. Mm. are you scared (laughs) hit him with the shoulders wow